Hey. 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 Coming up on today's show, guys, we got some exciting things. Uh, it's the holiday season, so we're going we're gonna to go through a few gift ideas. Hold on to your seats for that. That'll be fun. I think Keith's got a few. He's always got a funnier one or two in there, but we'll see what happens. Got some other uh, exciting things to talk about today. Like, oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, yes, we do. Yeah. We, we read your letters. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we're gonna we're gonna go through some comments on I think these are from our YouTube channel, so this is gonna be entertaining. It'll be very entertaining, so stay tuned to that and keep commenting because you might just show up on a podcast near you. And uh, then we are going to get into some of the meat and potatoes of the day, some of the news information that we have available to us at our tips. The news, the news. Boy, we hadn't heard that one in a while, have we? Yeah, it's coming back. Um, The electrification movement, guys, is really on. Uh, If you do not know that, then, again, your head is in the sand or under a rock somewhere. So we're going to help you remove your head from the sand and get you out from underneath that rock and kind of tell you where that direction is going. It continues to grow exponentially. And... Uh, we have, this is actually kind of a cool story because we met the guy that did this. There is a Maverick that is, we'll, we'll give you the details. It's gonna, It's got some production uh, elements to it. Uh, it was built as a one-off for SEMA this year, and uh, we have an update for you on that. That's going to be interesting. Dave, stay tuned. Um and also the big one, man. I mean, I'm not going to bring this one up. I'm going to let you bring this in. You're the one that brought it to my attention, well, and I am excited to talk about it. So there could you go. there be could there be possibly um, a revisitation of Smokey and the Bandit? Ooh. What would fans think? Is there a way to do this right? Could it already be out and you don't know about it? You'll have to stay tuned to find out all that and so much more coming right up. Welcome into the podcast. Uh, today's a very special podcast that we're going to get going for you today. we got a lot of things to talk about. Mailbags, gifts, all kinds of stuff. Fun stuff, new stuff, old stuff. Oh, you said new, not news. Sorry. But first. <laughs> all right. Uh, what are we doing first, Well, Jay? just for, hey, first hello of all. Friends. Hello, Welcome friends. Hello, friends. Tis the holiday season. Um. And I got to tell you, folks, the gift that keeps on giving is you, our audience. You guys have been freaking awesome. Our downloads are up. Our subs are up. But our, are our uploads down? Ooh, I don't know. No, our uplo- no, actually, our uploads are up based on our SEMA show. And so there you go. I mean, well, they're kind of down from the SEMA show. But well, it was... It was go. uh Three hundred percent bump. Right, we're gonna nice. we're gonna yeah. go back. We're gonna go back and revisit uh, some of those things probably throughout the show. Um, we are excited about this show today because it's Christmas time and we've got 
We've got some gift ideas that we wanted to share with you. And when we give you these gift ideas, all you have to do is go to our website, and that is partscountaguru.com. Hit podcast and podcast links and or mention on the podcast, and you will find these fine items available for purchase uh, there. And that will help us out more just as all of the subscriptions and the downloads have done. So again, thank you guys so much. Check out all the videos at uh, youtube.com forward slash parts counter gurus. Um, got some great video content over there right now. That's just been begging you to watch. If you don't believe it, go check out and see how many views that we've had on a few of these things. It's been pretty amazing. So thank you guys so much for your support and watching that. So I know I speak for Keith and, um, he is a, he got a smile on his face right now. So there you go. <laughs> so Christmas, are you loaded yep. up? Are you ready? You got your tree up? Uh, we're going to get it tomorrow. I got mine up. Kind of kind of opened a can of worms there. So for, okay, <laughs> let's hear it. What happened? So for the previous several years. Um, Sideshot and I have not been allowed to go pick out the tree. Oh, really? I, I my, I'm not sure. I, I wonder. I hope my wife doesn't hear this. Uh, okay, so okay, so, uh, Keith's wife. Yeah. Close your ears. <laughs> so, um, there has been allegedly some disagreements on things like you know size of the tree, you know which tree, you know, yeah. and we we can't just do like you know. A democracy where majority wins you know yeah because there's three of us it, it's got to be like you know eddie and alex van halen rolling around on the floor you know <laughs> you're right <laughs> so my wife has basically said um i'm just doing this on my own i'll show up with the tree and uh I mean, it, Jay, it's like it was to the point where it was like the the actual song, the Christmas music that we play in the car on the way there, like it got mm. it got pretty heated, right? Oh, really? Yeah, it's it's been it's been well, and you know, like probably doing it on a school night right after, you know, a hard day. It, anyway, so so I have convinced the you know. I've I've convinced the committee to allow we're going to make one more attempt at this as a family. Yeah. <laughs> and see and see, you know, which means I'm just going to have to go along with whatever just, you know. We, we you know you know what we need to do, we need to reach into uh reach reach way back for a podcast that we had with our good friend Marlon Young. He had written a book on, you know, how to deal with these circumstances, you know, the, right, you know, right, and yeah. I think the key key to that, Keith, was you got to listen uh, and listen closely, and you must compromise. So I will tell you how I have defeated the, the the Christmas tree problem or the decorating problems. I choose the decorations for outdoors, and I get to put the tree up. However, my wife decorates everything else from there. She has the patience yeah. for that. I do not. Well, in the in my house, in the words of Admiral Akbar from Star Wars, it's a trap. So you know, no matter what I pick, see, because then then um, one of the other people in my household will criticize the work of the the third person, mm -hmm. and then I rush to defend the third person, and then 
it's a three-way drama triangle and everybody's you know and so i i just you know, I'm going to have to just let it go WWE style next time. I'm going to let those two kind of go at each other and I'll just <laughs> right. be Mean Gene Okerlund, <laughs> you know, and I'll just, I'll just, you know, I'll comment on it, but I'm going to stay out of it. Oh, just right? make sure you have a Snickers on hand in case you have a Betty White, <laughs> Betty, Betty White moment. Um, you know, we don't want you to be hangry, so make sure you, you're well fed and all that sort of good stuff. Uh, finally, so, so the train finally passed. Uh, yeah, it's kind of weird. So Whew. there's a train that runs by my house, and it usually only comes by in the evenings. Um, so we're gonna do some gift ideas now. This is a this is a regular it's a re- annual it's a reoccurring event. Yeah. I, I look forward to this probably more days of the year than <laughs> not. Oh, real real quick before we get into the gifts, okay? I I've, I've been meaning to ask you this question and see if you have the same. I don't know if it, I'd call it a problem, but the same sort of like you know, it's just. You know, kind of a pastime for you. You know, just a tradition. Um, but do you guys like collect tree ornaments that that have to go on the tree every year? Yeah. So you know, there'll be of course there's the stuff that gets made in school. Yeah. You know, every year. Yeah. And then there's just cool things that, um, you know, yeah. Like I guess like you guys do too. It's like oh, that one's sentimental or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So do you have a toilet? Yeah. Do you have a toilet paper Santa? I do not. Yeah, we, we do. Th- not that I'm aware of. Yeah, we okay. do. Um, yeah, toilet paper Santa's uh, been going up in our house and on our tree for for the last 22, 23 years. Um, it was something that was made way back when. Uh, basically, Santa Claus made out of a uh, used toilet paper roll. And huh. uh, it ends up on our tree every year. <laughs> uh, I had nothing to do with uh, using the toilet paper on there, and I'm not quite sure who did use the toilet paper. But <laughs> well, you would like you would know, right? But but, like, but, well. but toilet paper Santa needs to have a little bit of weight put on him, man. He's a little thin. He he, he ah. need, yeah. Uh, I, I think that might be due to the COVID PT shortage. Times, I, yeah, right? I, I don't yeah. know. Yeah, TP shortage. Yeah, whatever. But anyway, back to the gifts you were saying. Right. So we do this every year. For those of you watching this on video uh this is something we had started on the podcast a few years back it's a it's an annual gift ideas for enthusiasts kind of thing it's going to be all over the map i think uh but we're just going to give you some gift ideas if you're not sure a lot of these would probably be uh jay correct me here but like you know if you kind of the do-it-yourselfer or the hobbyist or the tinkerer or yeah. the mechanic or the engineer or the gearhead, right? That sort yeah, of stuff. It's Perhaps some outdoorsy stuff. Automotive, right? RV, whatever. Yeah. yeah, just kind of around that, 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 that type of gift and some fun stuff. So there you go. So, so how many do you have? Um, well, first of all, let's talk about hats that, that we are working on and we're trying to get a web store open. So let's go through that first. Um, We've got you some. Guys, you feel like Jay's running for political office. We've got some, you, know, you notice the direct question with the indirect answer. Right, He's one, like, "Well, let me first. Let me two, show you what's on my three, campaign agenda." Four. We have five variations of the parts kind of guru's hats. I'm wearing one. Yeah, We've now got, that one that you've got that that one right there, that golf hat. That's probably my favorite one. Yeah. That's the one that you guys see me wear the most in videos. Yeah. That one right there. The ladies. This is the blue one. Yeah. yeah it tends to be huge with the ladies. Yep. Uh, that one I think my son stole from you. Yep. Um, and then the red one there, 
Uh, now look, which is look yeah. At, see the inverted. I see it's reverse logos. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, see, yeah. Pretty, okay. pretty, pretty wise on it. Yeah, huh? we weren't we weren't sure on the red one. That was one of those that I was sort of allowed to pick, but it was a gamble. And I think it turned out okay. And then that one right there. That's the is, original. That's the OG. Okay. Parts kind of gurus, and I like black because I sweat a lot, so it doesn't show the sweat stains. But you can buy the hat, you know, the sweatbands to go in the hats or whatever. Um, so should have brought some hat. I've got hat cleaner. Should have put that on the uh, <laughs> yeah, list there, of gift there ideas. There you go, man. There hat is such clean. a thing. So, so it, it, we're gonna we're we're in the process, and really it just comes down to when we get time of getting these for sale on our website at partscounterguru.com. The store's not up yet, but if you guys want to order one, or you you know, it, I'm sure we could work something out. Just you know, if you want to buy one, we'll, we'll figure out a way to sell you one and send it to you now. To, they yeah. are really cool hats. Just have to leave a comment, man. Just just reach out to us. Uh, we've got a contact us uh, page there. Just make sure it's, it's parts kind of gurus forward slash contact us, um, and it's real easy to do. And just reach out and say, hey, I'm looking interested in a hat, and we'll have that conversation. Uh, I'm pretty certain that they're going to be twenty seven fifty or either twenty eight fifty each plus shipping and handling. Um, so just just uh, keep that in mind. And again, the majority of these are in what, what I call the flat bill trucker style. Um. And then the one like typical golf golf hat, um, and these are, again, they're universal size snapback type stuff, and then you've got an adjustable back strap on the golf one. So anyway, and these are not your cheap. I mean, we're talking nine twenty new era hats, uh, Pacific headwear. Um, they're it's good quality no hats, guys. No joke yeah. stuff. Good stuff. So anyway, there so you go. Now how? This uh, the gift ideas we're about to give out. Yeah. How many do you have? I have three. Okay. Yep. I feel like and, the uh, and the links are there for you if you can, presidential if you debate moderator. There, I keep coming back to the <laughs> the yeah. links okay. are there if you're interested in that. Yeah. So, so we'll put the links uh, on the video side, probably in the comments or the description, and then uh, you know we have a mentioned on the podcast page on our website. It's like in the top left area. You go to partscounterguru.com and you click on mentioned on the podcast and or. Boom. It's up there. You guys just look for the tab on the top. It's you'll see it. Right. All right. Uh, you want to go first? You want me to go? Do you sure. want a rock paper? Okay. Sure. Right, I, go I, ahead. I, mean, I can go first. Um, I'm. I. Uh, this is kind of the. Um, I'm. A, I'm a big fan of these guys. Uh, chemical guys. You've. You've seen. We've done a video on it. We'll. We'll put a link in the. The review I did on. On. Uh, on that video, and that's. Uh, youtube.com forward slash parts kind of guru make sure when you're there turn that subscribe button from red to gray that way you're you're notified and ring the bell yada yada but um and thank you subscribe uh chemical guys hol 148 it's a 16 piece arsenal builder car wash kit with a foam gun bucket and six 16 ounce car care cleaning chemicals uh it works with the garden hose uh keith i think you have one of these All right, yeah so these now blasters. you did a review on their car wash kit but it did not have the foam gun right correct it did not have so the foam gun that's on our website you can watch that video it, jay takes you through it's it's good. I learned some stuff there. I have the foam gun, like you just said. Mm-hmm. I love that thing. It well, does go on a that, garden hose. It's yes. got a quick disconnect. Right. Uh, Tell them why that's clever. important. Well, um, <clears throat> so I have a pressure washer. Um, that you know, first, yeah. So before I answer your question in true political <laughs> fashion, um, I don't know how this episode turned into right. Yeah. So <laughs> is it voting season or something? <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, yeah, yeah. So I have a pressure washer, but you, can, you, you this basically saves you from having to buy a pressure washer to get those same foam results. Right. Um, so 
the foam gun, I, I feel like always helps with dirt and grime removal because it helps lift uh, gunk. Right. If that's even a real word. Remember off. the, yeah, like, remember the, 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 like, bathroom cleaner, the scrubbing bubbles? Yeah, we, you know, we still have it, some here. Right. Yeah. It's the, it's the, the action that's going on with that that, that really kind of stirs it yeah. all up and loosens Breaks it up loose. for you. Yeah. yeah. It's nice. But yeah, what's, so the foam, that's nice. Yes. It is. But what's fan. key for this is, is what can you use it on other than just your car? Oh, I use it on my RV all the time. There you all go. All the time. In fact, parents, uh, this is, can be a useful tool to help get the family involved in washing the as they the whale. I had somebody walk walk by like you know earlier in the year when we yeah. were washing it, and they go, "That's like washing a whale." And I, I looked at her and I went, "Or house." <laughs> yeah, pretty much on wheels, house yeah. on wheels. So, so it'll sh- it'll draw shock. them in because it's fun to spray the foam, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they have, by the way, Chemical Guys. Um, they have a great selection of their foaming products. Yep. Uh, that will that are designed to work specifically with these foam guns, and they have variations yeah. on their foam guns too. I use the Honeydew. Yeah, right. yeah. So they have different uh, products, and the gun itself is uh, you can you can dial up the num- amount of suds that you want and all that. Yeah, right. yeah. So and 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 these guys will will get back to this in a minute because uh, surprisingly, I have a Chemical Guys product too, but we didn't plan this. Uh, oh. We- but uh, Boy, yeah, so we have something us. interesting in the works with those guys. Uh, it's 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 in it's going on behind the scenes now. You guys just make sure you're subscribed and you'll get uh, you'll get notified when that happens. But it's gonna be it's gonna be it's gonna be cool. Yeah, definitely will be cool. Mm-hmm. Um, by the way, this link will be up on our our website. Like I said, under the podcast links and mentioned on the podcast it'll be the christmas gift ideas for this year 2021 i I guess we'll name it that but this is the hol 148 right now if you buy this thing now um it's about 33 percent off regular price you're gonna save over 30 dollars on this kit and what's nice about this is that the majority of the products that you get with this thing are reusable numerous times and you probably have enough chemicals here uh car wash stuff foam wash all this stuff uh to last you probably a good 10 washes so it'll definitely take you through the upcoming spring which that'll be heavily used i'm sure so make sure you get your hands on that again that's the hol 148 from chemical guys now what you got do you want to segue into yours nah nah okay save it for last okay all right (laughs) <laughs> what do we got? Remember Karnak? Do you want to take I, a you, do you want to take a shot at this or do you just want me to tell you? Uh Karnak. Uh what well, is that? he would use envelopes, but it's I mean, if I get any closer, you're gonna be able to read the, you know. Okay, I don't know what it is. I can't tell. All right. This is and you don't know this yet, Jay, but I, I shot a video with the help of Sideshot last week. This is oh. a tire tread depth gauge. It's actually oh. a box that has a tire tread depth. Okay, I couldn't see because of the reflection. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, um, so here it is, everybody, and this is very inexpensive. Uh, there's a video that's about to come out that has this in action. I show you how to use it. Let me take the uh, hermetically seal. No, I'm kidding. It's yeah. just plastic. So, but it you basically it lets you check the tread depth. Now, why why would this matter? Well, let me give you a couple reasons. First of all, um eyeballing it as we say isn't always the most accurate way to measure tire wear very true uh, another factor and this is this is huge with me and rvs or anything towable um is 
I, I just realized I probably shouldn't be doing this right up against the microphone. But it's yeah, okay. Anyway. It sounds good. Um, it's good. Sound effects, man. Um, Did you record that? The sound effects, yeah, right. man. I got, I got it now. That would so, be us opening gifts on Christmas morning. So you, you, you're not always able to visually tell if there's a part of the tire that's wearing more so or prematurely than others. And that's where this guy comes in because you can get actual measurements for each right. tread. Right. And I always like to watch, like, you know, as, if the outside is wearing more than the inside, the tire is probably under inflated. If it's wearing down the middle more, it's probably over inflated. And that's kind of a big deal with RVs because those things with a load in them, uh, it, it sort of changes the tire pressure, as we've covered in previous videos, that you need to have. And if you change that load, it can change you know, how the tires wear. Trailers, too. Uh, same thing, right? Like, you mm -hmm. can't always see to the back. And if you have any kind of a vehicle that has a covered wheel well where you can't see all the way to the inside of the treads, this will do the job for you, right? So right. if I can't see how that tread's wearing on the inside of the tire because I can't get my head in there, mm -hmm. this. Now, That's this is like less than 20 bucks. It's a great gift for somebody that has everything because they do don't you have keep one that? of these. Glove box, right? Glove box, Glove box or toolbox. I actually keep it in the toolbox in my RV garage. But yeah, there you go. not everybody has an RV with a garage in yep. it. But yes. You know, a real that's a great gift, uh, Keith. It's inexpensive, but it is a valuable piece to keeping eh. your, your vehicle safe while you're on and the you're road. And you're going to look freaking smart, right? Like you give this to somebody that's right. an auto enthusiast, they're going to be like, well, that's uh, awesome. Nobody's ever cool, thought of that man. before. Nobody's ever given me that. All I get is ties. I get <laughs> ties, man. But like now I get a tire gauge. Thank you. Um, and, and, you know, the, the other little tip on tire wear, uh, Keith, you hit on everything perfectly under inflation, over inflation, all those are keys to that, uh, to tread wear. Uh, but there are a couple other factors and that's alignment. And so depending on whether you have a front wheel drive or rear wheel drive, you, you can, you can look while yep. you're down there checking your tread depth, look to see if you've got a toe in problem or toe out or it's cash or camber you should issue. Mention that Cause in the video that you haven't seen yet. That actually oh, is really? a point of discussion. Are you showing how to run your hand backwards well, against the normal rotation? I think you're going to have to subscribe and find out. <clears throat> okay, guys. This sounds like, to me, an expert video on tire <laughs> wear and um, how to spot the, uh, the the wear and when you need to go buy a new tire. So there you go. All right. That's awesome. I love that, man. Uh, great stocking stuffer or just yes. an outright gift. Yeah, man. I mean, it's just, yeah. Okay. All right. So me next. Another one? Yeah. Go ahead. All right, we're going to keep it we're going to keep it in the theme of handy things that the car enthusiast might like to have, especially one of those that <clears throat> tends to tinker on their own vehicle and they might happen to lose a screw or a bolt down that nasty little crack, that crevice between the intake uh, manifold and all this kind yeah. of good stuff. How many times has that happened to you and you just did not, you couldn't see it. Now you got to go get a flashlight. You know, you need a grab tool and, you, and, the, and the grab tool, you know, all these things. Well, what I have for the next gift, and it's it's cheap. It's just, this is under $20. It's an LED magne, uh, magnetic pickup tool. Um, it's a great stocking stuffer. Um, it, it, it's magnetic on both ends to where you can use it. It also has an LED light on it. It's lighted on the end where you can go pick up and see in that crevice where that screw is and then clip, there you get your screw back. Or you can just hit it off to the side uh, as a magnetic light. Uh, it's magnetic on both ends and it's flexible. Um, I cannot tell you how many times one of these types of uh, items have saved my butt and uh, always had one in my toolbox, and you should have one in yours. 
And again, that is the LED magnetic pickup tool for under $20. That's a great stocking stuff as well. You can get that any time of year, really. Now. Okay. Now, I think it's important, though, if you if you do throw that in a stocking, uh, it's going to attract everything else that's metal in there. So you, be- <laughs> you right. better be careful where you put it, right? This is true. That's yeah, just true. Put it in an aluminum case, maybe? I don't know. Exactly. All right. Yes. I'm going to do this in a two-for-one style just to get through a couple quickly here. Ooh. Um, so, so this is for you outdoor enthusiasts. Um, and if you don't, this is going to, you're, you're either going to have one of these or you're going to, you, this is a, you're going to fall into one of two categories. You either already have one or you need one. Okay. I mean, that's really it. Or you're really okay. going to want one. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, so Jay, mm-hmm. so the now bomb. this looks ridiculous, right? I mean, it, it, it's, it looks ridiculous. Okay. I, I admit it looks ridiculous, but I've, I, I never, ever see like it, it, the number of people wearing these in campgrounds doing RV hookups now. It's like a hundred percent. Like yeah, everybody's got one. They're fantastic, man. They come in so handy, and the technology. You can aim it down. Yeah, and the, now can yeah, I can I tell yeah. you, can I give you two more usages that I use mine for? I have one of those, and yeah. I absolutely love it. I got a two pack for for Christmas a couple of years ago, um, but I do a lot of nighttime barbecuing, grilling. Yeah, and. Yeah. So in a in an area that's not very well lit, and like you just said, if you're out camping somewhere, man, it's hands free. You just you well, got your that's you got it, your, right? So you when know? you're doing stuff, and especially with RV hookups, you need mm-hmm. both hands. If you're a right. mechanic, you need both hands. Right. If you're grilling, you need at least one. Well, you need both hands because there's usually a beverage in the other hand, right? Abs- absolutely. And so, or Jay. If you're trying to read your vehicle diagnostic codes at night and you can't find the OBD2 port, Ooh. right? Because you got to plug it in, right? Yes, you, yes. You got to get under there and plug gotta it in. Got to get under you're there. Looking, okay. So you got this. So now one of the things that I will say about this one is it does not have the thing that goes across the top. I actually like it that way because if you have a, a hat or a beanie or something on, and like I have, just had my headphones, you don't have to, Yeah. They have functions too, right? Where yeah, it goes yeah, to yeah. blinking. Yeah, you, you and, saw me tapping the button. It, it yeah. changes. There's a little dial. This one has a red light, like you yeah. know, so it's better for night vision. Here's where that, that comes in handy for for me. What I use it for here because it gets so dark so early, or or doesn't get light till super late. Yeah, I I actually put it on, and when I go out on my walks or my jogs, yeah, and it it works just fine. Yeah. So it's for safety reasons. It's, it's I mean, it's like a multi-purpose thing, man. Right? Yeah. So. Ooh. I alluded to this. Now, Jay did a video on this. Uh, you way did back. too. It is, yeah. I did a, a quick follow up. Um, the the really the detailed one is the one that Jay does. But this is a car OBD diagnostics reader. This mm-hmm. is probably our favorite one that is affordable. So there there are ones that'll do everything under the sun, but they get expensive. This thing is very cost of it's it's affordable absolutely uh, we've, well actually we've got a discount code for our viewers and listeners we'll give it to you you can get this thing for 67 percent off it's 20 bucks it's 19.99 and i tell you right now and if, you, if you use it once and yeah. you get you get yeah. what you need out of it I, it's, I've, it's I've, paid for itself I've bought them for i've given them to family members yep. uh i have one in all, everything i've got it'll give you the code read you're you're well in, now we get these people that come on and they comment and they go 
Well, man, this thing's not worth the bitches, really. Well, dude, for $20, you're getting a diagnostic, and it's pointing you in the right direction of what's wrong. More times than not, that's right. half. That's over half the battle. So I disagree. And I think it's worth every penny. It is worth every penny. For $19.99. I've had people say, well, there's other diagnostics out there that, that are a lot cheaper. We'll go buy that one. This one yeah. costs what it costs. It works. We've tried it. It works. Um, iOS we, and Android. Absolutely. And, you know, look, I'm telling you, just do yourself a favor. Have it on hand for when that check engine light comes on, and you'll appreciate having it. Yep. It'll give you peace of mind, you know, because sometimes yeah. you'll pull the code and it'll say, well, you know, the O2 sensor. Well, yes, it's a part that needs to be working you know, for for the for emission controls and everything else to kind of work in conjunction with it because they all work off of each other, but it's not going to. O2 sensor for the most part is not going to leave you stranded unless there's some sort of systematic shutdown. You can yeah. at least get to your service center if you can't do it yourself and get it there without having to be worried about broken down. And some people freak out when they see that check engine light illuminate. Just remember, yeah, it, I just feel like it's a better. Even if I can't do it, you know, because right. some of that engine stuff, I just, I don't have the time or the tools or whatever. Mm -hmm. Well, this is going to help you narrow down that problem. So right. if it's an O2 sensor or whatever, man, Coil some packs. of these things are easier to get to. I actually had one trigger for a seatbelt sensor and, mm -hmm. you know, that's probably a whole lot less expensive than engine maintenance. I just think it would be helpful to know that before. Uh, you call your service center even if you're not going to do it yourself. So there you go. Absolutely. And the other thing about this thing is that with vehicles today, they are so much more modernized uh, with OBD uh, systems in place. We're mm -hmm. OBD2 right now, and my understanding is they're testing OBD3 level in, in Europe and soon coming here. It takes a lot of the guesswork out of it when you do go to the service center. And so I'm telling you, it's a handy tool to have. Um, and a lot of times you can change an O2 sensor yourself or change out a coil pack yourself, you just saved yourself a few hundred dollars. And if that doesn't save you, if, if that isn't worth the 20 bucks, then I don't know yep. what is. So anyway, yes, go over to uh, watch those videos. We'll put those two videos up yep. in there as a link as well so you can see how we use it and how we... Uh, look, though, we're not sponsored by those guys, and we weren't paid to do the review on it. We just really like the product. And um, they saw our video uh, because it's got tens of thousands of views on it. And they liked our presentation, and it's very useful to people. So there you go. More positive than negative out of that video. All right. You got one more, right? I got my last one, and it's one of those those funny stocking stuffers. But I actually – I'm going to buy some of these for myself. Um, these are triple <laughs> uh, gifted, it says, triple gifted silicone drink coasters. And I, I think that's funny. Um, but basically, these are coasters, but they're in the shape of – and made out of the same materials as floor mats, car floor mats. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you get a three-pack for $15.99, um, <laughs> and that's that's pretty cool. Garages, I, I like, soon to be in garages and workshops everywhere. Man, right? yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, it, it's why, why would you? I think that's cool. Like, if you have a service center, right, or a shop that you got oh, people that any, come in, they have a coffee bar in there or whatever. Or a car-themed room. A car, or, yeah, yeah, absolutely. So there you go. That's, that's my little... Cave. Yeah, yeah. So that's cool. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. these are stuff. great. Like, yeah, for the for the person that has everything, these are great suggestions. Yeah, All something, right. something. 
So I'm going to throw two at you in pretty rapid fire suggestion. We've already talked about Chemical Guy, so I'm not going to go into this one in too great a detail. Mm -hmm. uh, but this one I, I brought to the table for two reasons. Okay. Right. Right. Number one, it stands on its own. Number two, it's very different from a lot of the stuff that Chemical Guys does. Now, for those of you that aren't familiar with the Chemical Guys line of automotive cleaning products, right? Um, most everything they have has a delightful scent of some sort. You know, I just mentioned the honeydew wash, cherry on their wheel cleaner. Everything is fragranced for a reason. And they do that so it's like fun and, you know, the smell is good while you're doing the cleaning. Right. So this is I don't I would love to know. We need to ask them when we talk to them what convinced them to do this. This is called Nonsense Invisible. Okay, here it is. It's made by Chemical Guys. It's an all-purpose cleaner. It has no odor at all. It's very unusual for Chemical Guys to do something like that mm -hmm. without a scent. It is colorless and odorless. I have used this enough that I have put it on a couple RV things uh, in my garage, high traffic areas. It does a really good job of pulling grime off. Uh, I've used it on rubberized plastics. I've used it on metals. I've used it on... Uh, plastics themselves. Uh, you can dilute it. You can use it full strength right out of the spray bottle. Um, you know, I've used it on bicycles. It pulls grime off the tires and, you know, sludge off the forks and all. It, It's a good product. Yeah. I like it. it just like everything else we do, I, uh, I, I wouldn't be on here, you know, running right. on about it if it wasn't worth it. I haven't used that, but, you know, one of the one of the things that's that would be for me that attracts me to that is, like you said, no odor. Yeah. Because a lot of those cleaners, man, they're just so strong. So, um, it's kind of irritating to the eyes and sometimes the nose, depending on what kind of what what it has in there. So that's great. So if, if you are not a fan kudos. of Chemical Guys because of their scent, you need to give that a try. It is yeah, absolutely, and it's a good product. All right, um, last thing. This ties back to yet another video that we've done. Now I've done some similar things in previous years uh, where I've had air tags, various key finder trackers, that sort of stuff. Um, so this is a video that we shot uh, earlier this year. I did it with SideShot. We did some interesting things where we put it on an airplane and, and, and we saw if it would work. This is Apple's AirTag. Uh, for those of you that don't know, I, I don't even have an Apple phone. I have an Android, but you know, like I have, I use their products. This has quickly become my favorite device tracker. There are a couple yeah. reasons for that. You know, I know that you know the uh, like like some of the other trackers uh, that that. I have and have used do a great job. The sheer number of people running this app that help you find it if you report it missing with all the iPhone owners out there has this at a huge advantage. The other thing is this has a replaceable battery. So again, I hope my family members aren't watching because I did get a bunch of these to give out as Christmas gifts. You can put, they make, uh, they make keychains that you can pop these in. I think my son keeps his in his backpack. Uh, they, they make them for pet collars that you can put it on, you know, like I hide them in like, you know, put it in your motorcycle under the seat, anything right. that you need to track any anything, not just keys, right? Anything that you need to keep an eye on. They make great gifts. They're cheap. Uh, I think a four pack. So they're, they're like, let just a little less than $30 for one, or you can get a four pack for less than a hundred bucks. And they're about the size of a quarter. They're 
about as thick as three quarters. And then you can get a little, like my son had an emoji put on his. It's got a little dog face on it. So, yeah. you know, you can. Uh, but like we even tracked Jay without him knowing it. it yeah. Guys, go watch the video. We hit it in his car and he drove off and he got yeah. an alert on his phone. It's crazy. It's kind of funny how that worked out, too. So it's amazing how they work. Um, it's a great video, like Keith just said. Well, job, well, well done on on that. Good job. Um, and again, if you are uh, subscribed, you know how to go watch those and find those. But if you're not, if you're not, just youtube.com forward slash parts kind of gurus, and just make sure that you hit that subscribe button and ring that bell. That way, you're notified for videos like that. But go back and check out our archives of videos out there of of product reviews, and that's one of them. And that was really kind of a highlight for us this past summer to shoot it was fun because um i mean it was a cross country um yeah we video put it on shoot, a plane man. and <laughs> yeah what, what happens if we track this while we know it's in somebody's luggage on a plane yeah so right i mean so. real time you were tracking that because it was yeah. like you were watching like flight aware to see where the plane actually was right. and then see how well that that kept up and it was man it was not that far behind so it's 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 a valid product so go for it man get somebody that for christmas I'll be looking for one of my Christmas stocking key. Thank you very much, man, yep. for that. I appreciate it. Yeah, that'll you go, got it. That'll go really good uh, with that uh, beer you're going to be getting me too, right? Right. So again, everybody, <laughs> again, everybody, links to most of this stuff in the comments and the descriptions. You can also check our uh, website, partscounterguru.com. We have a mention on the podcast tab. Uh, please and thank you. Make sure you subscribe for more and go get your Go get your gifts. Go get your holiday gifts. <laughs> there you go, man. Merry Christmas to all, man. And stay tuned for our, we're going to have a, if, if you've been a fan of ours for a while, Keith and I like to do Christmas videos, you know, just to have fun with it and wish you all a Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays, period. So be on the lookout for that. That's always a fun one for us to do. Uh, you never know what Keith's going to wear. Uh, you never know what I'm going to wear. You actually never know. It, it, it'll be Christmas themed of some sort we're sure there probably will be a beer or two involved we, we don't know why not right yep there's, there's there's beer in christmas right sure okay yeah there's santa lots beer. of it yeah a lot of santa beer so now on to all right you ready this is yes this is brand new for us all right so jay's idea um i love it i like that too man we just you know we get so many comments and we thought how do we make this fun and how do we have fun and and so we're going to try something new where we're going into the mailbag right so if you want to be if you want to be considered to be on the show it's real simple here's all you have to do go pick a youtube video leave a comment right bonus points if you leave a comment on this video or one of our mailbag videos because that could get interesting. It's kind of like that whole MC Escher thing where you're watching yourself in a mirror and a mirror and a mirror and a mirror. Right. <laughs> yeah. So so yeah, so we're just we just thought we'll just, you know, Jay's picked out some of his favorites or interesting yeah. ones and I have two and we'll, we're yeah. going to we're going to we're going to read through them. So so yeah, so uh <laughs> So um do you you want to you want I've got one ready or do you want to go yeah, first? Yeah, you, you go ahead and start, Keith. Go ahead. Yeah, I, all I, right. I, yeah. Because I think yeah, we we picked a couple that are the same, but that's okay. Go ahead. We don't have so, much time today, but we'll 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 throw a few out there. Yeah. So um, let's see. So uh, and what video was this from? Is that the it first was one? Yeah. From I think the so the the first two that I've got are from. Now that you threw me a curveball here, the Ford Illuminator. Now 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 here's why this is interesting. 
because we shot this Ford Illuminator video months before Ford released them at SEMA. I hate to say I told you so. And put it out there. We mm-hmm. told you guys it was going to be a big deal. Mm-hmm. And then two or three months later, sure enough, it was a big deal. So we got um, a lot of comments. And Tons. honestly, the video started blowing up months after we released it. Um, yeah. Which just is a, gratifying. Be- right? Because we knew it was going to be at SEMA. And we not only did we talk about it before SEMA, but we covered it at SEMA as well. And lo and behold, who but our good friend Jay Leno introduces the 1978 Ford F100 that was fully right, electric right. resto mod, which right. turns out great. And that's kind of why, why it kind of spurred some of these comments. And we love the comments, and we think they're great questions. Um, some of them are a little, a little over the top. Um, I'd like to throw a little disclaimer in there, guys. We are a media channel. We are not Ford uh, Motor Company uh, tech advisors on how you install these into your uh, gremlins, okay? Uh, uh, oh, yeah, right. There, there are people out there that can help you, um, but you have just as much information at your fingertips as we do on that. We might be able to refer you to companies that 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 are doing it, but even Ford does not have a full installation guide available yet to their customers. They are working on it. I have good authority on that. I know that they are working on it, but right now they are not yep. giving that information out. So you have to stay tuned to that. So there you go. Want so, to get that out there. All right. So so Joe Slothauer said, Slothauer, sorry, Joe, this <laughs> needs to be plug and play. Skateboard will be great. Now, what Joe's talking about, for those of you that don't know, is skateboard is Tesla's platform, I believe, for their uh, battery units. Am right. I, am I mistaken there? Nope, it, you're not it, mistaken. It's somebody's platform. Yeah. And Joe also pointed out that uh, all units GM are sold refers out. To it as that. Oh, GM is it GM? Re- GM? I think GM refers to it as that as well. Okay. So, so I think it's just kind of a... Skateboard, yeah, name. meaning basically your battery banks on a platform like a skateboard with wheels, right? And that's, mm-hmm. you know... And so that, yes, I, I see your point. You want plug and play, I don't think that's what Ford was targeting here. I think they were going right. after, like they showed us at SEMA, the resto mod crowd. Like, you figure it out, be creative. We're putting it out there. And Joe, you kind of make my case for me because your next your next sentence says all units are sold out. Well, mission accomplished, Ford, right? Like they just threw <laughs> it out there to see what would happen and they're right. gone. Yeah, and, and to kind of dig into a little bit deeper why we we don't think that, you know, a, a skateboard type platform would would be beneficial to the resto mod crowd. For example, SEMA electrified that area that we went to to see uh, all sorts of vehicles that were con- converted resto mods over into an all electric vehicle. Those battery packs um, could be in the back end, the front. End. It just depends on what type of vehicle is where well, you can put those things. And what you if know? you don't care about range? Like, what if you're trying to drag race the thing and all that extra weight isn't right. useful? Like, you only need it to go 50 miles or 100 miles, right? I mean, exactly. It's for various applications. So, which is very similar to what Jeep has done with with their 4xe, which is not an all yeah, electric vehicle. It's, it's, it's an plug-in. assist. Yeah, it's got right. like what 20 it's miles plug-in. range something like yeah, that. yeah it's a plug-in hybrid yeah uh but it's designed to assist on in the off-road environment so yeah pretty pretty neat technology i mean we could stay right in this theme all day long with electric stuff yeah. but um all right so joe thanks for your comment yeah yeah guys, awesome make sure joe. You leave Thank, yeah absolutely um i just kind of wanted to read this and it ties into what we just said this is from michael 
uh, Michael Lowe, uh, also on the same subject matter. Crate motor, $3,900. Custom electronics to connect it, $10,000. Batteries, $30,000. I'm so glad the average enthusiast now has the ability to build EV resto mods. That's a great... I mean, that's a great comment in two ways. Now, I don't know if he's being sarcastic oh, about so. that. I think so. But if you are, um, I can argue that point because I know a lot of people that do gasoline engines resto mods that are in it to ninety to one hundred thousand dollars easy. That's so, I mean, your argument there—that's typical. That is. So, your argument on the, the cost of it is is really not an argument. I mean, we can we can talk about that all day long. It just, you guys, it just depends on how far you want to go. Time and time again, we have said on this program, we are not an EV channel. We are automotive enthusiasts, and it 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 is very enlightening to me the sheer number of people that are um, upset that your cheese got moved. And I I get it. Like we we like what we like. I'm not going to be a huge fan of self driving vehicles when I lose the ability to drive mine. You know, right. and that right gets taken away from me. But I think the point Jay and I have repeatedly made is I don't think you're going to have a say in it. The change is coming. It's already underway. Um, we're just pointing out what's happening. It's up for you guys to decide. But this whole attitude of I'm going to wish it away. I, right, you're 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 in for a rude awakening. You're, you're in for a rude awakening. And if I were you guys, I'd be concentrating on more of the portfolio that you could be building for yourself financially if you'd invest into some of these companies. Uh, because I'm telling you right now, if you don't believe that, go to SEMA.org. And they just had a press release about they were overwhelmed with the amount of electrification as well as the overlanding stuff that's going out there. And the overlanding and the electrification is starting to work hand in hand. Hello. You'll see what we're talking about. So there you go. So back to the part that he mentioned about $30,000 for batteries. Okay, we don't have a full grasp yet on what a aftermarket or, you know, or even a, a factory battery pack is going to cost for your resto mod. Here's what we do know. Depending on the number of battery packs you want and what kind of range you want, just as Keith said in the previous comment, is going to determine the cost of that. So you could effectively get away with $10,000 worth of batteries, and that's really all you're going to need, especially if you're only getting it out on the weekend or something and driving around, or if it's a commuter for a short distance. There you go. So everything costs, guys. It's, it's, so it's, it's part of it. I'm going to tag onto that one, and then I'll find one that isn't. On this mm. illumin- We've just gotten so many views on this Illuminator that I feel like I we, we owe the people. A- Which, yeah. By the way, go to uh, youtube.com forward slash parts kind of gurus and be one of the 30 to 40,000 people who have already watched it. There you um, go. So, so Fantasy Engineered said, yep, triple exclamation point. I just need 2,500 pounds of batteries. Why not sell us a solar powered laser blimp with a beer cooler? RIP. Good luck, all. Okay, I, you know what? All I have to say to that is I'm not even going to put an opinion in here. I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, draw your attention to uh, the first comment that we read, which basically pointed to the fact that these engines were already I'm sorry, these motors were already sold out. So Correct. your anger at whatever amount of components or battery weight or whatever, uh, you lose, dude. You lose, bro. People bought them. I, <laughs> Sold I, out. I don't, I'm not buying, I haven't bought one. I'm just, I, this whole argument of, you know, it's nonsense, it's not. They're selling them like crazy. Like, you may not like it, but other people do. 
And right. that's, again, we're just kind of pointing that out. They are going like hotcakes. Yes, so, they are. So, um, you, know, you know, maybe a laser blimp is on the way. I don't know. But this is not as far-fetched as you, you people are trying to, some of you are trying to paint. Now, we, we, Jay and I have said many times, to your point, on a rational level, this current generation of EVs is not where it's at. They do have to solve the the range issues they do have to solve the lithium volatility issues they do have to you know we think solid states probably where they're headed next but i mean it is where it is right now and it's you know the automotive industry has never just stopped they're going to continue that development this is gen one better things are coming but we're not going to go back to internal combustion engines if this one day just dries up and fails that's not going to happen it's move it's it's move forward um and again you've heard keith and i say this over and over again that some of these technologies are bridges to get to the next technology and again we you know keith and i've have preached it that we we don't really think that the batteries as we know them now are the answer and we don't think that that's going to be part of it i think that we have to use what we have at the moment to get there um, so stay tuned uh until 2030 and see where we're at which by the way there's been some major announcements of Major OEMs that have committed uh, now after several other OEMs said that they were going all electric uh, that has come to the forefront and Nissan being one of those, um, they just committed to 23 uh, all electric models by 2030, I think was what they said. Yeah. 23 models, Lo- man. Lots of problems to solve. Not arguing that point at all. Just trying nope. to paint the picture to you guys that it's only going to increase in popularity. So right. uh, I've got one more, if I may. You go ahead. Um, now, this is another video that we did that blew up uh, sort of unexpectedly on this one. This was the Knight Rider video that... Uh, oh, man. Just so we sort of put out there for fun because I think Jay and I both kind of enjoyed that era and, you know, we just I'll thought, what the heck, right? So if, if you're not familiar with what we're talking about, uh, just go join the masses that have watched this video. Uh, but basically, the, Knight, my, the rights to the Knight Rider movie were purchased and the director was the same guy that's done the Fast and Furious movies. And so there's some interest there. Um, so let's see. Um Oh, man, we got so many hits on that. Back it's in, just crazy. Back in my level commented, I feel like I may have to blow something else up, sorry, if the voice of Kit is a female. Fair point, but now you got me thinking, would you really? Like, if, let's say they got some famous, you know, like, you know, the... the, the the, the Wonder Woman actress or, you know, some favorite right. celebrity Carter. Scar- Scarlett Johansson from Black Widow. Right. Or. Right. Or. Yeah. Or somebody was just that, you know, hey, voice. I right? wouldn't want it to be a, the Alexa voice. And we did a video on that one as well. She's she's an artist out I, there. I mean, that's a big deal. But would it, you, you know, hey. would you really. I, I almost feel like there could be some odd sexual tension going on with a female voice of i'm not trying i'm not really trying to stir things up i'm just saying have we have, Ooh, has he just touched on maybe a new plot to this this thing it's knight rider and knight rider s I, I mean and i mean do we have a female and male and then they mate and have little I, I, cars well i it's gets this is kind of getting weird but you know i i'm just it, it, hey i'm just reading the comments and pontificating a little bit it, yeah. it could happen, right? 
It could it could happen. I mean, uh, anything in in um, the world of movies, uh, cinema is reality. So there you go. Um, you you just you may you may not uh, like it, but uh, it may happen. So there you go. Wow, our first out of the mailbag mailbag in the can. Awesome. I I, I like that segment. Yeah, yeah. It's, we'll do it again. You guys just leave. If you keep leaving comments, we'll we'll pick some and read them. So we will keep leaving the comments exactly, and um, make sure you go over to youtube.com forward slash Parts County Gurus and subscribe and hit the uh, notifications bell, and uh, so you are aware when this stuff comes out. So we got I got all kind of dinging going on here, man. What's going on? Um, Jay hasn't found the do not disturb setting on his Mac yet. No, I have it, and it says it right now. Oh, wait a minute. So, I'm going to start this segment, Jay, with this. I say I told you so. Now, I wish (laughs) I had the time. I wish I had the time to go back and find this clip. I think we were out in Yellowstone, and we talked about RV campgrounds, and I talked about I almost I think I didn't want to talk about it on the air because I knew somebody would take my idea and run with it. But then I sort of just went, "Ah, I don't have time to do it. So here you go. And I pointed to the fact that there's already 50 amp service at most RV campgrounds, not state Mm -hmm. parks, but actual private campgrounds. Yeah. Campgrounds. And um, that is oftentimes all that's needed to hook up a, a fast charger for your EV. Would you say that you think that somebody is paying attention here? I mean, could they have listened to our right? So could they have watched our video? So they're there, and you know the amount of time that it would take you to charge your EV at a fast charge is you know an hour ish or less. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and these campgrounds that are basically you know have open spots every day until people come in. I mean, you know they could almost do charging windows of. You know, if checkout's 11 a.m., you do it from like 11 a.m. to right. 3 p.m. And, you know, Free space, yeah. yeah. I mean, absolutely. it's just extra revenue. The infrastructure's already there. Well, go ahead, Jay. What, what, what has now transpired? Well, this is, it blows my mind because you said it. You were, you were out on the road and you said, you know, they could, they, could, they could put these here. Don't tell me you can't charge an electric vehicle. They're everywhere. So... KOA, everybody's uh, familiar with uh, Campgrounds of America. Um, They're all over the country. Um, They are looking for an innovative way to to make their campgrounds uh, more environmentally friendly and to reduce their carbon footprint. And they are doing this. uh, And to our knowledge, this is the first of its kind. Well, any any KOA campground, they're going to have level uh, two charging stations uh, in partnership with uh, Jamestown Advanced Products, um, and it's their goal to uh, promote uh, sustainable transportation and infrastructure at KOA campgrounds. Yeah, so James Jamestown is making the walls uh, the wall box Pulsar Plus, which is the little charging connector um, right. that you plug into your EV. I mean, let's be honest; they're also looking for revenue opportunities, which you know. Good for them. Like I said, like your the expense, the overhead, the hardware, most of it's already there. The cost to do this is nominal compared to you know those power poles are already there. The fifty amp, it's already run. They may have to change out the box on top. They may have to pay some electricians to do that. That's going to pay for itself in the first 
week of charging easily. I think so. Right? I mean, I think so. And what's nice, and and this will this will segue into another another part of this segment because we're gonna we're gonna put all these together and we're gonna talk about all this. Is that more and more, and we we spoke about this earlier in the podcast. More and more people are going off road, but they're they are they're wanting to get they're they're not working uh, at an office anymore. They can work anywhere. If you have an RV or a trailer, um, but you have an a, an EV that is capable of pulling something uh, that is light enough to get out like, say, a Rivian R1T truck or their R1S that's coming out. Um, this is an ideal situation because you can have your cake and eat it too. You can continue to be in environmentally friendly, use your EV, not have that fear of a charging problem, not, getting, not being able to get it charged. And why this is important is because the infrastructure is already there. Like you said, Keith, it's just a it's just a matter of making a slight modification to the already existing power poles that are there, or power um, stations that are there uh, in these pullouts and pull-ins. Um, the, what's also great is they already have a network of how to find these things. Yeah, it's there. There's no. The only effort to this is to put. The charging station. Yeah, I mean, in place honestly, if you it. already own an EV and you carry charging hardware in your vehicle, front, trunk, mm-hmm. whatever, which most of you do, right? And 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 I mean, like the thing that'll plug into the actual receptacle on the wall. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You don't even need this. You can just go to any campground that has 50 amp service and charge up. Like, right? They're just basically giving you the connector that goes straight into your vehicle. That's the only difference. Right. And now, why is this so important? Other than, I mean, this is not only important for the campers or the RVers of the world, but just anybody who owns an electric vehicle. And I'll give you a fine example. I have a cousin who owns a Tesla Model 3, was driving from Florida with his mother, and coming into the rural areas of Georgia and South Carolina. He had to be very careful that he stayed near interstates um, that had... Uh, charging stations in place, and obviously Tesla has the app, you know, where you can go find their their superchargers or whatever. Um, he had to go a certain way rather than a way that I would have normally yeah. gone in order to go by the charging station to get a full charge and move on. Now, why is this important? Is because this gives another layer of potential charging stations in rural areas because there are a lot of KOA campgrounds in rural areas. Yeah, they're not in huge areas. Right? right, I mean they're there too, but and just just think because KOA's doing this, don't you think Good Sam's going to jump on? Well, and right, we Good Sam is owned by Camping World, and we've always, already talked about them trying to partner with some manufacturers to integrate battery capability in the RVs that you tow, you know. Mm-hmm. And now you've got Outdoorsy coming out and saying basically something similar with um, them wanting. They're basically. Um, acknowledging that more and more people are going to be towing RVs, whatever those towables mm-hmm. are, campers, right. with an EV. The Rivian's out in production now, which, by the mm-hmm. way, they've announced a significant, like, you, there's like a, if you tow something heavy, you 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 lose 67% of your range. Well, well duh, duh. I mean, right. why are you yeah. surprised? I mean, if I tow something with a V8 
engine, I don't get the gas mileage that I get, you know, if it's right. heavy. Right. Right. And that's why they have big tanks to hold excess amount yeah. of fuel for those situations. But so that's where we think so that the camping world saying, hey, we're going to put an extra battery bay in a towable. Well, now outdoorsy's doing the same thing. Go, go ahead, Jay. Right. Well, and not only that, that's why you see these EV, EV makers like, for example, the Ford F-150 Lightning. They are going to be providing uh, you the opportunity to put in more battery packs in the bed of the pickup truck, almost like a toolbox section of the of the of the bed of the truck. So, the the manufacturers are very aware of um, the towing capability, but they're also very aware of the uh, amount of um, energy that it takes to um, to pull that. So. This is why this is key to making this work. This is another bridge to us getting to where we need to be well, in the EV world. And, and this is it. And like we said in a previous segment, right, this is not the end. Well, think about this for a second. So you have Outdoorsy who's renting RVs, and they're saying we want to get into the EV market for towables. Mm-hmm. Right. What happens, Jay, if somebody puts here? Here we go again. I'm going to say this out loud, and then next thing you know, it's going to happen, and we're not going to get paid. But it's it's all right. I don't have time, so somebody else might as well <laughs> put solar panels on the roof of your towable. Put a battery bank in that RV that's capable of transferring power back to the EV, the the vehicle that's towing, and you perpetually have additional range if towing in the daytime. Because those solar panels will continue to trickle charge through a charge controller, your reserve battery pack. And why is that important? Because it may be a hundred miles before you can get to a a you know a fast charger, a level two charging station. So, so here's a scenario. Let's say you go somewhere like Glacier National Park or Yellowstone or somewhere that, you know, you've got to drive to get into Yellowstone. It's 40, 40 plus miles to get, you know, into the center of the park. Let's say you tow in with a Rivian, and by the time you get to the park, you only have 50 miles of range left, okay? Mm-hmm. Now, in that park, I don't believe they have electricity. I believe it's dry camping. Might be wrong there, but I know a lot of national parks are dry camping. Well, you have solar panels on the roof of your towable RV. You have a battery bay inside. You, you're camping for three days. Across those three days, that battery gets fully recharged. You then transfer that power back to your tow vehicle. You're now back to a 50-75% charge. You haven't moved. Right. Absolutely. And you know who comes to my mind when when we're talking about this, about the towable having that extra battery bay for that purpose? Look at what Toyota just released, the TRD Sport um, trailer. Right. It's just, it's just basically a trailer made out of the bed of a Toyota Tacoma, but it is built to go off the grid. Well, why don't you pack that thing full of battery packs? And it, it, it came equipped with, you know, you could equip it with solar panels. It had a camp kitchen, had all these things on it, and it's a towable that could be towed by a Rivian R1T or a Ford F-150 Lightning. So there, there's a lot of thought going into this. And, and again, the growth is, is unbelievable. And why do we bring up Outdoorsy is because they have just um, uh, purchased a fleet of, what, 1,000 R1Ts to, to make this work. I think it's 1,000, um, which is pretty amazing for, for a company like that. So it's a, it's a, Outdoorsy is a, rent, a camper rental company that wants 
you to have the opportunity to be able to tow with an electric vehicle. They're they're not forcing that on you. They are giving you the opportunity to do it for those that do want to do it. Well, and it's not going away for a lot of reasons. And I'll give you mm-hmm. another example. Um, there's there's something that I just recently had to book airfare for for my family into next year, and a lot of the airlines have gone and taken this approach now of unless you pay a premium price, those tickets are non refundable. And right. you know I don't know. Um, if there's going to be another lockdown, I know there's ex- there's more variants coming out every day. Companies can make decisions. Shows can get canceled. Events can get canceled. Things can happen outside of our control. Or what happens if a member of my family gets exposed and, and they're on protocol for a week and a half or, you know, whatever right. and can't go out? We, either way, we would have to cancel. Well, something like this basically takes that, you know, yes, you have to drive and it's longer, but it's almost less risky. In some ways, you know, there is the driving, you know, safety factor compared to air travel. But I, you know, I just think we're not done. Like we keep saying. No. And you're right. And that's that scenario right there was not at all beyond my um, choice to go across country as well. When we were locked down was to see if I could go rent a, a camper and just go across country and not stay at hotels and crash at campsites. So, I mean, it's not going away guys. Um, in fact, Hertz, Hertz rent a car, um, has placed an order with, uh, Tesla, uh, for a uh, hundred thousand, um, of their, I think model threes. Um, now granted Elon Musk did come out and say that there was no, they had no written contract agreement, but they did place the order. I forget how many billions of dollars it was, but it was a pretty hefty well, price tag. It's an interest in going forward at the very least, right? Yeah, I, I think it is. And I think it ties into everything that we're talking about because you got to have the infrastructure to charge them. Yep. Um, and again, if you've already got those types of things in place, this just kind of opens that door up for uh, rental companies to to do this. Or if you're a consumer, you want to buy your, your own electric vehicle. Um, what we call um, range anxiety is basically taken out of the yeah. out of the out of the play. So I think it's a good move. Um, congrats to KOA on that. Yeah, yeah, and good for you, yeah. Outdoorsy. You're welcome. <laughs> Woo, man. Um, so we have continuously. Um, talked about great movies things that we like we we did a we did a segment on on kit um not long ago and again that's parts kind of guru well actually youtube.com forward slash parts kind of gurus or you can check us out on that podcast which would be parts kind of gurus.com forward slash podcasts or just hit the podcast links button and you'll you'll find that episode but keith this one's kind of i mean you're you're you found this thing and i'm i'm I read up on it, and I think it's going to be a hit. Yeah, so it's a little bit old news, but that has never stopped us before, right? No. <laughs> so, um, okay. Smoking the Bandit, which we frequently re- I, reference on this program we, for so many reasons, but most commonly. I hate to say I told you so. But then there's the whole beer jokes of, you know, me running beer across state lines and across the Mississippi and all that because there's uh, you know better beer it's not even arguable like the beer you get in the Pacific Northwest is just 
head and shoulders above anything else you're going to get in the rest of the country in most cases. Okay, I know you right. guys in your comments, you're going to be like, well, there's a great gas. There are, but not as many as abundantly available. Okay, per capita, yeah. yeah. There's, uh, yeah, yeah. It's so pretty amazing. Um, John Schneider has taken. I, I I think he recognizes and embraces the campiness of both his most famous role, which is, I believe, you know, we all know Dukes of Hazard. Um, right, right. And, Roscoe P. Coltrane and yeah, and it was Bo and Luke Duke. Yes, has, has somehow found a way to marry that with a movie he is a huge fan of in Smokey and the Bandit, right. right? And put them both together in a movie that he wrote and directed. Uh, now the bad news is it's only available that I could find from him. So you got to go to his website. We'll put a link to that and buy it. Um, and they're apparently getting. A lot of orders, good for him, and they're selling a lot of these. Uh, it, the movie's been out a little while, like like a little less than a year. Um, yeah. But um, the the movie is called Stand on It. It's a tribute to Smoking the Bandit. There's tons of du- uh, Dukes of Hazard references as well. Uh, it's it's got everything. So here's the thing. Yes, it's campy. It's 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 meant to be that way. Yeah, it's, it, it's making fun of itself. But it's got all the elements that we love from Smoking the Bandit and some from Dukes of Hazard. I mean, absolutely. There's. I mean, it's it's it, it is when I when I watched the trailer and then I started looking at some of the names of the characters. Yep. Um, he he kind of married both of them together. Yeah. It's it's like the Bandit cast meets uh, the yeah. Dukes of Hazards cast. There's a Roscoe. Um, He's driving the, Challengers. Right. right. Uh, there is a. a uh, there is a Fred, but Fred is actually Mindy Robinson who and plays the the gal, which was well, that was Roscoe's dog, wasn't it? It was. Well, that's kind of so, like. Can you imagine being? Are you telling right. me I'm a dog? Right. Right. Like, but her name is Fred in the movie, and so you've got uh, Sheriff Cletus T. Necessary. <laughs> I mean, I mean uh, that works on so many levels, right? Which of course right. was uh, Jackie Gleason, right? Right. Played uh, right. Buford T. Justice. Buford T. Justice, right. and you got his son, his Sonny T. Necessary. Um, of course, John Snyder is is going to be Duke Marietta, and you have to know Marietta comes from Georgia, yeah. Marietta, Georgia. That's where that's, you know. It, there's so many funny things about all that, and then when I watched the Lost clip or the Lost trailer from it, which we'll – We'll we'll put that up there on our on our mentioned on the podcast uh, as well as in this video. Um, it's really good, man, because you got all that same action. It's the same storyline, running beer across lines. Um, truck driver uh, has has a dog. I I don't know what the dog's name is in the movie yet because they didn't didn't mention it. Um, I didn't see that, um, but they, he has a black car with the you know the the trans am phoenix on the hood but it's actually a a dodge challenger like a srt8 package hellcat package which pays homage to the dukes of hazards because they drove a challenger into dukes of hazards so there's so many different little things and twists and spins in this movie i think it's going to be a hit but there's one catch to it right where can you buy this thing where can you watch this well, so the streaming is only other countries, from what I've been able to find. So you, right. you got to buy it through his website, right? Right. And I've been there. 
And it's, and he will sell you an autographed copy for I think forty bucks of the DVD. That's right. You can buy apparel there on his website. It's johnschneiderstudios.com, and the movie is stand on it. You can go there and you can add it to cart. It's twenty bucks for the DVD. And I'm t- I watched the trailer, and I'm I'm interested in it. Um, oh, I'm I, so I'm. It's I mean, getting ordered. Like I st- yeah. stocking stuffer for me too, man. Let, because he wasn't way, a big Jay, fan. Of, I've wasted my time on worse shows. Okay. <laughs> I know, man. Um, it's I, I I have to, but this is so funny. Um, I think it's great because again, like you said, we talk so much about the bandit. And I'm glad you found this. Um, but what was weird for us is that we, we're always, you know, talking about streaming services, and it's not a streamable um, movie yet. So you've yet, but you physically can buy it uh, off of off of John Schneider's it's like, website. He, it's low budget. Like he had to keep the cost yeah. down, and because he he had probably probably bankrolled it himself. Um, well, of course. Here's why. Let me give you the rundown. Um, Director John Snyder, uh, writer John Snyder, stars John Snyder. I mean, now, yeah, I mean, I think, and I, I want to watch to see where they filmed it. I think he's got a house around here somewhere down the road because he shows up at like holiday Ooh. parades as like the grand marshal and stuff, and you know, does various. Well, I think he lives in the area, or at least he has a home in the area. I think so. I wonder where I'm going with this is. I wonder how quickly I would get an order because it's basically being shipped from right down the street. I'll one you up. I will one up you. Hey, John Snyder, why don't you uh, come on our show and and we'll uh, we'll talk about it. We'll do a little Zoom call with you, man, and get you on. We'll put that video out there. Let's let's promote this thing for you. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, or if you are you know nearby and want to. You know, if, stop if you're where a, I think you are, <laughs> Leaper Fork, uh, we could uh, stop. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> stop in for one of those beers you're you're uh, trucking cross country, yeah. man. There you go. There you go. Or bring us a beer you're trucking cross country, and um, yeah, and a DVD. We'll take it. So <laughs> there you go. That is um, stand on it. Um, make sure you go to our website. Uh, it's parsecountyguru.com. We'll have a link there for you to purchase it. We'll also have a link in this video for you to go right to over his his website. Um, that's all on him. We, we have nothing to do with it other than the fact that we're we're sharing uh, the love of the great bandit. Well, we have and we're, we're fans of, of a fan. Right. Of fans, I guess. Fans of fans of fans yeah. of fans. Generational, yeah, for sure, too. All right, so last but not least – an exciting thing that we got to do while we were in Las Vegas um, was take a run around that that Ford uh, SEMA Builds booth that had anything and everything you can imagine that you could possibly do to a brand new 2021 Ford Bronco, as well as some of the custom builds on the new Ford Maverick. And if you are subscribed to our channel, you would have seen that video. If you haven't, subscribe, go check it out youtube.com forward slash parts kind of gurus it is the um ford maverick uh video that we we talk about you know the fact that it's supposed to be a compact truck but it really isn't a compact truck it's yeah kind of in my opinion more of a midsize and we actually had a comment left on our 
on our channel about that, that they agreed with it on the size. Um, but then the same guy who built this uh, also built the Bronco with the tracks. Now, you interviewed uh, him? That was you, right? Interviewed him. I get him. us confused Dave, all the time. But, yeah. Okay. Dave Tucci. Yeah. So you spent some time with Dave in yeah. the Ford booth. Now, guys, this is Ford's proper booth at SEMA, which was huge. It was right in the middle of the showroom right. of, the, of the hall, I guess. And Dave had two vehicles, two, that two. Ford displayed in Ford's like right there next to Jay Leno when he gave his press release like Ford let this guy show two of his custom builds in their factory reserve space what I right. mean, what does that tell you now this one which we also spent some time covering and you can see videos of it from our from our channel right. um was the Maverick and it was kind of slammed it was lowered right and yeah it was definitely a sports truck and not yeah. not a not a, not a off-roading more of a racing style it was a slam cool vehicle, looking correct. wheels lot, cool cool color lots of cool things about the truck i mean everybody that went by it was was impressed and you know dave tucci being a, he's a smaller you know builder um, right. and basically has it appears ford has worked out something where they want to make a version of this and put it in production yeah, and go check our video out, or if you're watching this video, we're I'm sure we're showing you some 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 of that some of those uh, clips of that or some images of that because we were able to be up close and personal with it. Um, some of the things they had uh, fender flares on it, prominent rear cab spoiler, um, front spoiler. Set of custom turbofan wheels. All oh, those wheels um, were just good. The, pretty cool. Yeah. It, it's it's basically a street rod, is what it is. And what was really legit about it was the fact that they had some really functional things on it, which is like a custom uh, Borla catback exhaust with deer, uh, dual rear carbon fiber tips, um, and it had a tailgate. Uh, it had a tailgate assist uh, and a spray in bed liner. Just a number of things that that caught our eye as we were looking at this thing. Um, but it's going into production apparently. Well, I mean, honestly, those things that you just mentioned, like if I'm an, an executive at Ford, I look at that and go, I mean, this is the same thing that we just talked about with KOA, right? Like we've already mm -hmm. got the infrastructure here. These are basically in many cases, add on accessories that people are, have access to anyway. Mm -hmm. Why don't we being Ford just go ahead and make a cost, you know, make a, a version of this. What 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 would they call it? Like, you know, the Tucci or you know, I don't know. But it could be, it could um, be. It's and, but it's Tucci hot rods, by the yeah, way. Yeah, T U C C I. And and just sell it because people are going to want it. So why don't we mm -hmm. be the one to sell it to them? And by the way, that color, as Jay pointed out in the video, it's parts Counter Guru's blue. It is. See that? Yeah. And if you look truck. at the truck, the movement. On that logo, looks like the movement of the truck. Yeah, so as it's uh, just sitting there. Jay, so there did you, you you mentioned to Jay uh, to Dave like how much you approved of his color choice? I think right. Like oh, absolutely, we pointed <laughs> right? that out to him. And by the way, I've reached out to Dave again. Again, this is Ford uh, Ford uh, Authority shared this story, and they have the word on it that that Ford Motor Company is definitely going to go with this. How many they'll put in production, we don't know. We're sure it'll be limited. 
Um, but uh, thank you to Dave uh, over at uh, Dave Tucci at, at Tucci Hot Rods for uh, taking the time to talk with us there at SEMA. Uh, we talked to him about the tracks Bronco that he put together. Uh, we talked to him off camera about this, but I talked about this on camera for uh, for a minute. Um, it was a fun little segment to do on the Maverick. But congrats to him, and I have reached out to him again to see if we can't get him on the show to talk about this particular build. So we'll see where that goes. Uh, so please stay tuned. Make sure you subscribe to our podcast, and make sure you subscribe to our, our YouTube channel at youtube.com forward slash Gurus and click that bell. Uh, that way you'll be notified when that video comes out. How cool for Dave, though, right? Yeah, you, you, you'd love to see you, stories you cust- like that. Yeah, you custom build something, and you know it's like, and I, I don't mean to sound... I mean, it's like raising a prize pig or something, man. You know, and you take it to the show for the to win the blue ribbon, and that's kind of what happened here. He won the blue ribbon, man. Yeah, and he's he's going to get a production version of it. So his his design um, will will be out on the streets. Uh, I'll be looking forward to seeing some of that stuff. I wonder if it'll come in different colors than this one, though. Surely it will. Well, if it does, you know, the obvious other color has to be parts counter guru's red, right? So those are your two choices. I think so. I think so. Limited edition. You get two color choices. Yeah, yeah. Wow. What a great story. Good for you, Dave. Mm. It's a good show, man. Yeah. yeah. I I love, you know, I I feel like I should have some fruitcake in my hand. Um, (laughs) Or a bag full of nuts, right? Or a bag full of nuts. Um, It's Christmas time, man, right? Or some nutmeg with a little little, uh, eggnog. Well, that's coming later for me. Bourbon. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, or or a really really good friend's key lime pie, Sherry. Thank you very much. You know who I'm talking about. <laughs> she is a fan. Thank you for the uh, key lime pie. One of my favorite pies. Best best key lime pie you'll ever eat. Have you ever had? You I, had a key lime pie. Didn't see, you? you're putting me on the spot here. So if I can't remember and I say no, been a while. Somebody gets offended. Uh, hey, I can hook you up, man. <laughs> I'll just go with <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. I do. I can still taste it today. I, honestly, so. you know, I could roll the dice here and just play it off like I've had it. And would she remember? But you know, <laughs> it's true. not going to go down there. Maybe road. she should leave a comment. <laughs> Thanks for listening, Jerry. Uh, all right, man. Uh, is that the show for today? I think it is. I think we're done. I, I hate to say that that is, but we do have other jobs to do. So here you go. Well, it's been fun, Jay. Yeah. I can't wait for the out? next one. Um, everybody, thank you for listening. If you have not already done so, please go over to our YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash parts counter gurus, hit the subscribe button on any video that you watch with us on it. Uh, that will change that little button from red to gray. Uh, that means you're subscribed and, um, until next time, that is my podcast partner, Jay over there. I'm Keith. And remember, everybody, a clear conscience, speaking of memory, Jay, a clear conscience is a sign of a bad memory. (laughs) (laughs) My conscience is clear. See you guys.